to prepare for this episode of Spoiler Alert, <laughs> I spent six months living inside the walls of a trailer so that I may be one with those who practice the method. Yeah, no one asked you also. Let me finish. It's a humble trailer. The cocoon which offers the layers by which I might be metamorphosized into a host who can truly understand what it means to host this show. Okay, no one, I can, no one asked I can, for this. I can feel it in my bones. The very essence of what it is to truly spoil something for the general public. And then I inhale and begin. It's Wednesday somewhere, and that means that you're wow. listening to Spoiler Alert. Bravo. I, I am joined via Zoom teleconference by Sean and Sonia. Hello, how are you Jeremy, guys? Jeremy, I didn't even know it was you. You just yeah, completely disappeared into a new, I was, a different person. I was, in some, I was in somebody else. I was in somebody else. You transcended. Ooh. I was, I was. How uh, are you guys? Good. I actually just read a quote from like Michael Caine, maybe. It's just like, he's like, if I talk to a cast or like um, a crew member and they recognize who I am, I haven't done my job properly. Oh my God. <laughs> One of the most recognizable men and voices on the earth. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't Michael K. Maybe it was someone, maybe it was another, but a man of that stature. Yeah, a man of that type. One of, it was the guy who played Alfred. That's who it was. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, For those who have not yet realized it, this week we are taking a deep dive into the minds of the greatest actors of all time (laughs) to better understand the method. The method. Uh, And by that, of course, we do mean method actors, Um, which, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I have mixed feelings about this whole thing. And a part of me, well, we'll get it, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll uh, get it. But, save uh, it for the pod, Jer. Save, save it. Save it for the pod. You guys, first question: How method are you on the daily? What does this Personally, mean? Personally, as a human, yeah, this mean? question I f- sent me into a spiral of existential I, questions. I feel like at some point in time, I was a twenty-one-year-old boy, I and somebody fall. was like, <laughs> somebody was like, "Oh, fake it till you make it," and I've just been doing that. That mm. has just been my career. Oh, I see what you of, mean of doing stuff. I am cosplaying as a successful man who is like Okay, brag. Not the best. You know, like he's got some he's got some character flaws. He's got some doubts. I don't have those. Not me. No. But the character I'm playing on TV does. Mm. Um Garamy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> some of my students call me that. That's funny. Really? <laughs> they actually call me the Garamy. And Alex, if you're listening, uh feel free to relay that to the rest of the group. Um, but do we uh, have a student listener? We do have a student. This listener. This feels like oh, a. I guess it's a, a. You you obey a different set of ethics than psychologists. I was like oh, multiple relationships, but never mind. Oh, maybe I've I been don't doing know. too I much did, ethics yeah, no, homework. I, never mind. That's fair. I'm definitely well. No, the character of Jeremy is definitely an eth- ethical. The man I play at work. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, do you guys do you guys? find yourselves the, in a role the man the you play at work the man you play in the home who yeah this feels this feels very this is trippy actually. yeah <laughs> i'm tripping out i do play a different man in the office yes then do I'm, you have a phone do you have a phone voice well no one's called me on my phone <laughs> okay i've been there two weeks and no one has called me on my phone so um but know, i do okay. kind of have a phone voice 
I love people's phone voices, actually. I hate it. It's the worst. Hello, I, this it, is Sean Denham. How can I take your call? It, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts me I, so li- much. I like phone voices. Well, I haven't man. had to use no, mine it's... in a long time. It's like hearing, it's like when people talk to their parents and you hear their mm. voice and you're like, oh. <laughs> you get a glimpse you, into you just their see an entire new, you see an entire different side of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's, yeah, it's crazy. That yeah, this question did kind of trip me out, as Sean put it. Um, I think as a neurodivergent person and like a late diagnosed neurodivergent person who has been on a like unmasking journey, just being like, mm-hmm. was was masking was the masking that I did for most of my life kind of like method acting in a way? <laughs> like that's Maybe. that's yeah. a weird thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Because overall, like, I feel like we're in a situation where there are a lot of people who are celebrated method actors, Mm -hmm. and, like, that is the process by which they are successful, and arguably, like, the results are very good, so I don't know if we're able to kind of, like, pick that apart. We're going to. Yeah, we're going to We're totally going to. Yeah, we're absolutely going to. But um, it is just kind of a situation where there are sort of, like, bits of it where I read it. And like, you know, we're getting into things and watching different things. And it's like, oh, I could see how that could be comfortable mm-hmm. for three months. You know, like I, I could I could see getting into that and actually like wanting to like have those emotions in me and that kind of tiredness in me and that sort of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, it made me think about like, do I do this every day? But yeah, it is I- very like, will it become my life? Like, I feel like as uh, a gay person from like 10 years old, I became really comfortable with lying to every single person that I knew forever. And (laughs) it's just like really weird for the brain (laughs) and just like completely playing a a new care, an entire new person. But Mm -hmm. is it a new person or is it the person? I don't know. Well that, I mean, that's the whole thing is like Mm -hmm. part of the method is like using your own experiences and emotions to like become the person. But mm-hmm. yeah, like that's the part I think about is like our brain cannot differentiate between something real and like something that we're pretending or something that yeah. we're imagining even. So like it's psychologically questionable in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> and I do think like because there's also the thing which is also very well documented in a lot of Hollywood things, but it's like couple is on screen together. They work together for a few months. They date right they date after. for yeah. eight months because they feel something and then after the eight months and they stop working together they realize that it wasn't real mm. and that it was just kind of like a thing that happened well because like, they were yeah pretending. if you're playing if you are doing a several month uh little skit where you're smooching someone yeah uh you will be like yeah we're actually just dating now well yeah I like your think. body's gonna be like releasing the same chemicals you know yeah uh and in like the 40s and 50s they always well even before that with like the star system, you know, they would make celebrities date mm. to like drum up, you know. I but think I it's don't cute think that, that you they... think I that's feel in like, the past. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that is not a thing in the past. Is it not a thing in the past? No, like, Sean like, Mendes like, and Camila Cabello? Yeah, I don't know. There's lots of, I just For... don't know who, what the specific examples okay. are. I'm not up to anyway, date, but. So, so it's still a thing. Still I'm a not, thing. Yeah, I'm not saying like, what. Timothy it, Chalamet a... and Hugh Grant? <laughs> They're dating right now to, no, to build up drama for Wonka. No, he no, is you dating guys, That's Jenner. for real. The Hugh and... Grant thing's for real. Okay. No, the Hugh Grant is for real. 
The Jenner yeah, one, I'm like, that has to be marketing anyway. Anyway, but it is just a, a thing where I do wonder in those circumstances, and maybe it's true today as well. I don't know. It'd be kind of difficult, but you wouldn't actually have to see each other to make that happen in the newspaper days. Like it'd just be reported. Mm. You guys go for dinner twice. You know, that like that's that's enough. Anyway, um, if that maybe that just layers this whole thing on. And people are doing it for more, you know, buzz around certain things for a while. And it is intentional. But then you get to this point where you're like pretending a thing hard enough for people to believe it that you start to believe it. And then at some point you have to like reevaluate or figure out what's And like what's, what's really happening. the difference between yeah. the, the two anyway? I don't know. I don't know. This got We've so been... philosophical so quickly. Anyway, okay, well, let me let me take it back on track. Move, so yeah. the next the next question is, what is method acting? And in all honesty, I think at this point in 2023, we can just say that this is the dominant style of acting. Yeah. Well, and meth- oh, oh, go ahead, Sean. Well, I was just going to say that I think that people throw around method acting in a way that is like, they're like, oh, this person lost 20 pounds for a role. They're obviously going method. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. or like, they're just like, exercising because their character is a wrestler or whatever like i think the method is a little well there's obviously several thoughts but Mm. essentially it's just completely emotionally identifying with the the person you're playing with the part Mm -hmm. um and so then when everyone is like they're so method they put a rat in a trailer or whatever and it's like okay i don't think like (laughs) is that method or is that like that doesn't seem like it is yeah are you just Mm -hmm. acting like a jabron or like you you shaved your head for a role it's like well you did it because the role needed it physically i don't know if that was because you were so emotionally invested that you had to well and like the physicality was part of it like i think stanislavski um, who originated the method in the early 20th century, a Russian like theater director, etc. Um, I think the physicality was a big part of it for him. But yeah, the extent of that isn't just like matching the character's physical experience. It's like finding the character through like these like embodied like preparation practices. Mm-hmm. And I do think like early practices were focused on empathy and not necessarily like having to you know like dive into some other person who may or may not exist but we certainly are at a point now where there are people who do that yeah and oh. sean you're you're right like not everyone does just because they are changing how they physically look or that sort of thing but there is like i'm just looking at the kind of list here of people of course daniel day lewis is kind of the poster boy like, is of... every Marvel actor that has to get really ripped, like, are they method? No. <laughs> no. I don't, yeah. No, I don't think so. But I also think, like, in today's version of method, it is, like, the thing where you kind of, like, per- performativity mm-hmm. that person's existence. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, that's the actual thing that I think that sort of, like, chimes true to what we're sort of discussing. Because, I don't know, like, I think of, like, I think Keanu Reeves is a very successful actor. I think he I he's one of my favorite actors. But I feel like when you ask Keanu Reeves to do something, 
he does it in a Keanu Reeves way, and you shouldn't be surprised. And then he moves on with his day. Yeah, but like you hire Keanu, not you're gonna get actor. Keanu, right? Yeah. Like he's just gonna do he's just gonna do his thing, and that's kind of it. And uh, in I watched uh, Dracula this week where he <gasps> starred opposite Gary Oldman, Spoiler who is oh, doing yeah so so much right like like he is <laughs> like like he like he is just like and I read a bit about like what he was doing on set and you know like it was to the point where he made some people uncomfortable and I wonder if that was reflecting Keanu's performance you know like it's just yeah. I I would love to hear a little of them chatting in the in the green room or whatever yeah around just the like, craft oh. table. Yeah, Gary Oldman's like, I slept in a coffin for the last two weeks. And Keanu's like, yeah, man, like, great. <laughs> I was at a really cool party last night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do think that in the here and now, when I, well, at least when I think of method actors, it is people who just, like, go way too far to try and seem like they're working. But it's also like, is this just pub- like this is publicity for the film as opposed to creating the role? Sometimes I think, be. yeah, because like, like yeah, Austin like- Butler or things like that. It's like it gets so much publicity for the film that, and then it might not even translate that well to the character. But it's just like it is a publicity, uh, you know, method. Yeah, that's but the I mean, method. Like, in the, in the same way that like when they made the new Top Gun, they showed how they fit the cameras in the planes as, like, a thing to show off. You know, like, I th- I think that's also part of it. Yeah. But I, like, I really struggle with the kind of benefit part because I do look at, like, Daniel Day-Lewis, who does just, like, knock it out of the park. Yeah. You know, like, you, oh, you know, like... like DDL is just... our finest method. <laughs> One of our top... <laughs> It's, it's it's definitely true. And it's interesting because um, he's like method plus. Like I think there's a common misconception yeah. that method means you like stay in character at all times. It actually doesn't. Like that's not necessarily part of it. Like for him, that's part of it. And that can be part mm-hmm. of it. But not every method actor does that. and But he does that. And I don't know. Like I, I can see how it would be helpful. But yeah, like. I don't know. It, there's something that just seems unnecessary to me about it, mm. to be honest. So the next question is, do you guys think it works? Mm. And like, I don't, well, I don't think there's any way we can answer this question without all the nuances to get <laughs> us through. But, um, you know, like you look at a list of method actors and honestly, like, You've got Shia LaBeouf and a bunch of pretty good actors. <laughs> wow. Shots Come, fired. For Take Shia. that, Shia. And actually, I do Your think best work was on even actor. Stevens. Wow. Oh, that's not true. That's not true at all. Come on. But, um... No, anyway, but he's probably yeah, a do, person also. Maybe, yeah. Uh, do you guys believe in it? Do oh, yeah. For sure. It, it gets good results. Um, mm-hmm. Not all the time, of course. Like... Well, you know, Christian Bale has made, what, a million films, 50 plus. Some of them are clunkers. Some of these performances are clunkers. But, you know, it can't, there's a lot of other factors, I guess, than just living as that person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tricky because it's like, like you're saying, 
we have this long list of like some of the best actors of you know the 20th century and up to today who are method and that's like hard to argue with but for me it's like at what cost like there are so many stories about really messed up things that people have done while doing method work like you know um Dustin Hoffman like slapping Meryl Streep on the set of Kramer versus Kramer and like yelling at her about her recently uh, deceased partner and like um you know and even like some of the originators of method and like the biggest proponents in the U.S. like it's very well documented how like kind of abusive they were and how like intense and abusive a lot of the like preparation and like training techniques are for actors like it just at it just demands such a level of like emotional toll and there's Mm -hmm. a part of me that's like is that worth it ultimately like there are so many actors out there giving incredible performances who aren't using these methods that like tony like like, tony from last (laughs) From last, exactly. not last show, a few shows ago. Yeah, Tony. But yeah, Tony Clyde always pulls in an incredible performance. And she just is like, let me clock in, let me clock out. Yeah. <laughs> and no one has to be uh, like traumatized. I do feel like though, like in terms of like all things, it it is a spectrum. Mm. And I do feel like modern acting is kind of synonymous with like, you know, figuring out motivations. And yeah looking through things through empathy and like that is at the core of what method acting is and like obviously there are extremes like you've got your jared leto situations and your daniel day lewis's who are definitely like the same x but different y's yeah oh <laughs> you, very know, you know what i mean very that. um but <laughs> but um yeah i don't know it just seems like uh i think the the line might be like when it starts to have an impact or maybe even a negative impact on other people who are working with them. Yeah. You know, and like, it's the whole, we've all heard the Christian Bale tape where he like loses it on whatever production assistant for like screwing a thing up. And like, honestly, like that can be frustrating. I don't know if anyone needs to get yelled at at work, you know, like, yeah. like it's, there's sort of a push and pull there. And like, maybe because of that, they lost a day and they have to like redo that whole thing, you know? I doubt it was that bad, but yeah. So. What could that person have done to lose a whole day? Well, uh, they maybe just broke he... his eye line, but yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe he was it having could've... like the perfect take, but it's like, yeah, to me, it's like no, no movie scene is important enough for a production assistant to get yelled at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not every day, Sanj, production assistant. <laughs> well, I know, and like that's every the thing is like single day abuse and like abuses of power are so embedded in in the film world and like the film production world that like this i think is like a facet of that so yeah no absolutely um and i think as well like there's so many things that have just become cliche about all of it you know um you i think of like uh jim carrey's portrayal of andy kaufman and how he like kind of like went ballistic and he didn't i don't think he did anything that was like really untoward but everyone hated him yeah like you know? i think he was like, just really just like, unpleasant yeah and then like at that point like okay you're kind of like playing as a caricature of a person who was very real and maybe didn't 
fully behave this way all the time. Yeah. But, like, that's what you guys are portraying him as. Yeah. So, like, you know, was it necessary? Is Man on the Moon the best thing we've ever seen? And, like, worth it? Like, I don't know. You know, like, it's just it just lands so weird for me in terms of, like, do I think this is acceptable? Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't know. It's wild. And I saw this quote online this week. I, I wish I could remember which actor said it. But they said something like, isn't it interesting how it always seems to be people playing characters who are a-holes, who are, like, mm-hmm. super method. And that's true. It's yeah. like, you know, did, like, did Tom Hanks yeah, go true. method when he was playing Mr. Rogers? <laughs> and just, like, like be so <laughs> su- sweet and nurturing to everyone? Mary Poppins method. Actually, Mary Poppins is a bit of a dumb mommy. Maybe, like, a... A, like a a different actress, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leaving spoonfuls anyway, of sugar th- for people. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you guys have favorite actors who are method actors? Is there anyone who you're like, you know, this person's awesome and it seems to be working for them? I think that what sprung to mind, maybe it's because he also, when he died, he was a little bit crystallized in this... Uh, mm. In this way, but Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Was, yes. But he, like, um, he's obviously remembered most for tra- dying tragically young, but he his performance in Brokeback Mountain is really crazy. Yeah. He, like, is completely unrecognizable. And obviously he's best man, known for probably um, Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think that... I think that that is a sort of a modern actor that is completely unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's interesting, like, for me, he also, like, is a, is a figure of, is this safe for people? Because, you know, it's, like, pretty well True. documented how he, like, lost himself in the role of the Joker and the, like, negative kind of impact that had on his mental health. And then, like, given how he died, you know, it's, like, Obviously, that wasn't the one situation that, like, you know, put him there. But it's like, did it, like, did that contribute, you know? Like, did yeah, totally. kind of losing himself in mm-hmm. that, like, intense darkness? Like, and and it comes back to that question of, like, is that worth it? Like, is The Dark Knight as a movie worth that kind of toll? And for me, that's, I think, no. But, and but, why yeah, do we keep I mean, putting our method really- actors as the Joker? Well, that, yeah. exactly. Oh my God! Literally, I hadn't thought of that. Jared Leto, Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix, weird. Um, <laughs> it's it's the Joker is kind of like the unwritten like holy grail of method actors at this point, and I do think like Heath Ledger's death contributed to that in a huge way. Mm. Uh, he was working on what was that movie called? The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Yeah. Uh, when the incident occurred. So, like, he actually kind of was in a different Place. role already. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but, like, I mean, maybe it's the act of switching. Maybe, who knows, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. thousands of questions about what could have what could have gone down. Um, I do think, I, I have trouble thinking of this man as a method actor. I know he is. But a lot of his roles are so similar to me that I kind of think that maybe he's just like been been method, method acting the whole time as the actor Robert De Niro. Ah. Oh, because I think Bobby D 
is a great actor. He is. And I think he can only do... Well, he can do certain things. Honestly, I think, like, as he's gotten older, his comedic roles have, like, really been surprising and very well done. Uh, and um, I just wonder... Remember about, him in like, The Intern? How cute. Little yeah, yeah. Said, you know, it's like... Oh, I should but, like, how, You know, is it just a situation where, like, he was method and taxi driver, so that's it? Like, now he's a method mm. actor and, like, he's forever, forever that. And, like, he also has a wheelhouse that he sticks in and it works for him. And, like, sometimes they, like, cast out of that. and But, like, he's, like, you know, a depressed mobster or a happy mobster or, you know, like, like they just well, throw an adjective that just in front might of be, the same role. That just might be the, uh, the a casting issue. <laughs> like stereotyping? Like, yeah, stereotyping. Maybe. Role. Because he, like, straight up studied with Stella Adler, like, mm-hmm. the OG. Yeah. So, like, I think he, he do source... have, the man do have skills. Yeah, oh yeah. And I do think he's a incredibly compelling actor. You know, like, I'm always interested in, you know, he was, he was in Killers of the Flower Moon. He knocked it out of the park. Like, he did an amazing job. Uh, I haven't but, seen it um, Yeah, I also haven't. Oh, it's... Absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah, no, it's in, it's incredibly, and that's why I'm act- kind of putting it off. Yeah. Say. Uh, what the? Okay, well, this is just an aside about that particular film, but the way that they convey how uncompassionate these people were was actually shocking to me. Mm. And like, I know a lot of people are kind of speaking out against that depiction. But I think that it, it doesn't encapsulate that attitude so well. And if you're horrified by that, that's good. Yeah. But, but like, it is just like, oh, these are the worst people. That's it. Like, that's, that's why you feel this way. They are awful people. And uh, it's weird to see your favorites be the not only the bad guys that you, like, root for, but the bad guys that you, like, absolutely despise. Mm. Okay. So... Um, but it's still very well done in terms of, you know, all the acting such. Yeah. Well, I, um, she, yeah. The, that actress is in some best actress uh, talks, some runnings. Oh, that's so I, not is what I've been seeing in the blogs. In the blogs. Out in the blogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sanj, you got any favorites uh, top in the list here? Well, it feels kind of, it feels like an oversight not to at least mention Marlon Brando. You know what I mean? That's fair. Like Stella, we want we want to talk about like the inten- the psychological and emotional intensity <laughs> in a role. Man's Man's was it's, doing it. Um, it's true. Now again, are there some things to probably be said about how that was for people working with him? For sure, <laughs> for sure. But I think we've covered that ground. So yeah, I'll just say, Brando, nice nice job, sir. Nice job. We Sarah. salute you, Brando. We salute you. We're the first. <laughs> we, we, we salute. We salute you, Brando. I also do want to throw uh, my my boy Nick Cage is mm. on the top of this list as well. Uh, I do think he does do a good mix. <laughs> Technically <terms> of... method. <laughs> Technically very method, <laughs> but also like his own. Like method. similar to the Keanu thing you were saying, kind of where it's like it is right, him, but. but... Yeah, but but I think, yeah, no, I think that's a different, I think those, I, well, how did I say it before? I think they're same Y, different X, 
Okay. On on the you know what I mean? On that on the if let's let's draw a visual spectrum on the radio and we'll start plotting yeah. points on that XY. <laughs> okay. You know how um, you know how famously everyone really likes and is good at reading graphs? What yeah. if yeah. they were in visual on a non-visual what, format? What if what if we spoke them to you? So as we plot our graphs, perhaps in three dimensions, we could do even do four because we're not limited by 2D space. Uh, we're going to take a little break. You're listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. You know what, y'all? We're tuned into the community. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. Today, we are getting into the minds of the minds that make the movies that we love. And honestly, I don't know what's going to happen because we kind of got too deep in one thing and it kind of got afraid. So we sort of had to back out and now we got to keep talking about it. But uh, before we get back into our discussion of method acting, mm. does anyone know what time it is? It's kind of late, time? actually. It's I've spent it, it is five days it's in the woods. It's game time, people. Oh. For those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, uh, the game is where I spend honestly like 30 minutes this week Whoa. looking for a title related to our topic that these two have hopefully not seen i tell them the title they tell me what they think it's about i tell them what it's really about but we all have a good time you earned um, seven dollars of minimum wage searching oh, for this oh you guys it was i was I, like a lot of things are pretty popular yeah and oh. for me to like go through i'm like i think you probably have heard of this you know like it's just yeah. like anyway um Yes, you guys are ready to play the game? Mm-hmm. Ready. This week's title is Tiptoes. <gasps> Tiptoes. That, ti- that title again. Through Tip-toes. the tulips. He's going to say the same uh, thing as me. I have to go first. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to give you guys a hint for this this go around. Okay. Um and that is whatever whatever you think it should be, like mm-hmm. wherever you land. Yes. Uh, make it like a hundred percent more culturally insensitive. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so just make sure you get a little something in there that's like not cool. Okay. Not really. Cool. Re- really think about that. Whoo! Who doggy? Well, Who that really doggy? derailed both of us. I think. Maybe. Okay, Maybe. I'm just gonna go for it. I'm gonna go for it. Go okay. for it, Sanj. Here we go. Um, as Sean alluded to musically, I think that this is a Tiny Tim biopic starring, oh no, what's his Sasha name? Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh my God. Okay. That would be so, that's that would be better be than what I was going to say. I was going to say, okay, wait, who's that guy we've been planning to do a show on for like 12 years, but we can't find any of his movies. Polly Shore. Polly Shore. It's, I think it's Polly Shore. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, Isn't yeah. that good? Sonia, wow. this is inspiring. Wow! Wow! And okay. Wow. He, I think he went deep method, had a ukulele with him for like a full year, <laughs> doing the falsetto, and I think where the cultural insensitivity comes in. Okay, Tiny Tim was British, yes. I think I it's think just so. like I think it's just like I don't know the broadest, most you know. Offensive, quote unquote, British stereotypes that you could mm. possibly have. Bad teeth. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say yeah. colonization, but that's actually just a fact. Um, 
other British stereotypes that I know exist, but can't think of at this particular moment. Bad and food. <laughs> that's what I think. That's that's my super well-rounded cool. pitch. Man, okay, also well, a, a young Adam Sandler taking take it on that. <laughs> that's incredible. Oh God, uh, Tiny Tim okay. creeps me out, man. Yeah, he does. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's weird. Okay, uh, Sean, please. Okay, okay, okay. I think that this is a film about a young woman um, in in the past who lives in China. And I think it's a bit of a, I feel like it's a, like a foot binding reference, perhaps. Okay. And that's okay. where the insensitivity comes yeah. in, of course. Yeah. Um, and I think that the actress that plays her really got really into it and... Uh, and put herself through some much torture to to play the role. So, okay, okay. that's my uh, that's my big guess. Yes, thank uh, thank you both uh, for your uh, presumptions. Uh, both wrong in all ways, shapes, and forms. Really? Um, the I I okay. The description on Wikipedia is not long. Okay. Uh, I was able to watch the trailer for Tiptoes, which I think might be as far as I can take it. Oh, no. Uh, so, Tiptoes uh, was made in 2003. It's kind of a comedy drama film written and directed by a man named Matthew Bright. Uh, this did ruin his career. This is his last film, and it marked the end of his career. A bright young thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it stars Gary Oldman, Kate Beckinsale, Patricia Arquette, Matthew McConaughey, and Peter Dinklage. Okay, sounds Uh-oh. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Sanj got it. Uh, anyway, um, so in the film, uh, Kate Beckinsale and Matthew McConaughey are the main characters, and they fall in love, and they have a good relationship. Anyway, it is revealed that Matthew McConaughey uh, is the quote-unquote normal person, and the rest of his family are uh, persons of short stature, and he doesn't tell Kate Beckinsale, but she finds out by meeting his brother who is, of course, played by Gary Oldman. Oh, wait! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, On the trailer, it said, in the role of a lifetime, and It's just Gary Gary Oldman with, like, shoes on his knees or whatever? Yes. Oh, my God. Wait, have we talked about this before? I don't know. I have I have not heard hide nor hair of this. (laughs) Something about, Uh, like, people with shoes on their knees is really pinging something for me but anyway it's it certainly could be anyway um Yikes. that's sort of the the pitch um it does devolve into this thing where uh like even in the trailer you see them get married and you see the relationship happen and the conflict is um they conceive a baby and matthew mcconaughey is worried about what that baby will come out as and that's the issue that the film addresses and, and where's dinklage looks- is he also a brother uh, I don't know. I think he's just like a dude at a party or something. I can like... tell from the trailer. It's so great. It's so wild. It feels like Dinklage could yeah. have a little person, yeah. Possibly popped in, but okay. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it looks wild. Uh, I'm in the trailer. They drop the hard M word at no, least fifteen times. Of mm. Yeah. Uh, it's from it's from Kate most of the most of the time. Anyway, they kind of address it in the, but it's like a whole thing. So, um, yeah, 
Uh, Gary Oldman does play uh, Matthew McConaughey's twin brother as well. They are mm. twins in the, yeah. That's so, bizarre casting. That is super bizarre crazy. casting. Um, I feel like he produced it or something. <laughs> no, no, it was all this Matthew guy, and it did end it for him. Like, it was, like, very much the end of his career. Um, thank you, you know guys that, for playing the game. You know that Sonny and I just saw Dinklage's very weekend. We went we to We went to the new Hunger Games film. Mm. And he plays Casca uh, Highbottom. Casca <laughs> Highbottom. The Dean. See, like I was like Crassus Crenzel. Everyone has like silly Latin names. Yeah, it's like uh, where we find out it's a crossover between Harry Potter and. Uh, it is very that. It's like yeah. Oh, you work in the farm. Your name's Dill. <laughs> you it, work it, in a mine. Okay, your fair. name's Cole. That is fair. Yeah. But she anyway, rolling okay. wishes, just saying, that she could write probably <laughs> useful things like Suzanne Collins. Anyway. Mm. Uh, anyway, let's jump back to our conversation. I still have a few more questions before mm. I find out what we watched this week. Um, all of us have had our dealings with theater and film and stage. Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever method acted? Well... I have, you know, I need to call upon this training to play townsperson number three in SpongeBob the Musical. Uh, (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, but what's like? What's his motivation, Sean? You know, um, while you're trying to escape the exploding volcano, of course. course. Um, No, I've only played literally like one serious role, uh, and that was in Cabaret. And I did play, I did play a Nazi, and I think I did pretty good but i did not you know like i didn't really i didn't really go there yeah okay but you didn't think you had to either i didn't really no like that's the <laughs> thing that's, the, that's kind of the whole thing for me is like you i don't think you do have to anyway mm. sanj have you ever been in, in need of of methoding well this was an interesting question for me because as I've said before my acting career was somewhat limited to my younger years but in high school I did win an award for my role in a one-act play okay uh, most method where I played a girl who was bullied for being fat and in reflecting on this I was like well (laughs) I did I think I did probably tap into some of my real feelings and experiences oh my god that very we cut situation. to you cut to you mm-hmm. pouring tears on stage or something like well yeah Damn. like okay if i would like i was that good maybe that does lend maybe. some credence to the maybe that's what's to up the method. oh my god uh, she's an actress but i do think sanj that that does speak to like because i was before before i found my place behind the stage i was also on it and i did kind of like think uh. sometimes that that was like the way to act yeah right like 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 it's come full circle in terms of like here's how all these people do it oh so that's what i like i need to think about something sad so i will feel sad when i do the sad thing you know like mm-hmm. so i i do think like even if it kind of like isn't real it is real especially like from the perspective of like i'm gonna be an actor and like people diving in from that side mm-hmm. so 
Um, Sean, I think we'll do method acting too when you feel the need to really encapsulate someone that way. Oh yeah, when I'm dyeing my hair jet black for a role, mm-hmm. uh, like going full black swan. Um, do you know that I do have an upcoming murder mystery party where I play a Miss Havisham sort of character <laughs> left at the altars for the, uh, for 20 years and I won't take off my wedding dress. So <laughs> well, there that, we go. I, I might go to dark places there. Yeah, you might go to dark places there. I do. I do have to make an opening sort of monologue, and it's, I think I think I'm gonna slay it. Have to or get to? I'm what I'm both? luckily given the the chance to do this. <laughs> exposure. I think you're doing it for the exposure, Sean. It's exposure. It's all the <laughs> it's all the charcuterie board I can eat. Yeah, he'll feel exposed. That's for that's for sure. Depends um, on how short I make this wedding dress. <laughs> Um, you guys, are there films that you can think of that benefit from the method experience? Well, I think we haven't really brought up DDL, but mm. um, Daniel Day-Lewis is a man that I think, when I think of a method acting, it's him. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he has so many films, and I haven't seen a ton of them, gotta say, like, the ones that he really goes in, like Last of the Mohicans and like My Left Foot. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, reading I that this seen... week that he he literally made everyone carry him around for months and like only use his left foot anyway. Wow. Yeah, like that. <laughs> At what point, as his like wife, are you like, okay, I'm divorcing you. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> this was a lot of work. Um, anyway, but I did um, a film of his that I really a performance of his that i really love is my beautiful laundrette because it's not his it's not his classic like i'm a crazy old man in an old-timey world and i'm psycho (laughs) it's like it's just like (laughs) it's about like a a pakistani guy and this like punk a british guy in the like thatcher london and they initially they encounter each other and then they like kind of have a little fall in love with each other, but it's obviously weird worlds and it's just so cute. And like, uh, I don't know, like hopeful, but, um, and I just like think that is a really great performance that I love to watch. Um, and then I also watched this week, I guess we'll bring that up later perhaps, but I watched there will be blood. Which is kind of the opposite of that performance. It's not subtle. Yeah. It is it is extremely blustery, huge, mm-hmm. bombastic, cheekbones, mustache. like push broom mustache. Yeah. The whole time. But yeah, he was he's really he is incredible. He is. Mm-hmm. Um I was really taken the the last scene I actually thought was bad. I thought it had a bad ending. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I see. Do you know what I mean? When they all of a sudden are just like, like they build this really crazy story. They of between these like really ambitious competitive men, this hard world, blah, blah, blah. And then they all of a sudden, it seemed to me out of nowhere, cut 10 years in the future. And he is a, seemingly a completely different character. Did you guys think that? I don't know. I, I, th- I, I, I definitely felt like it, 
Yeah, yeah okay. I definitely felt like it was very like shocking, and I I kind of think that was like the the whole thing felt like a you know like a out of control rail situation. Like it just kept going, and the whole time I was like, I don't know how this is gonna end. Like I have That's no idea how. Is they did can... have such an amazing build up, and like the film yeah. just swells, and the soundtrack is incredible, and you are just like on the edge, and you're like, how is this possibly gonna end? And or like, where is it gonna go? And then yeah, they just cut ten years in the future, and it is a. I found it just kind of ridiculous the way that he behaves in the ending. Mm. And the way that it shakes out. Um, well, and that's interesting because I I watched. Um, we actually had a lot of time to prepare for the show. Um, anyway, I watched. Uh, what is this movie called? Gangs of New York. Mm. Um, right. Where he played plays Bill the Butcher, and it also has this huge build up that kind of ultimately goes nowhere because the army comes in and like we don't the big fight that we were expecting doesn't happen, but. Um, I wonder if that's a thing he likes. You know? Like, well, I, I just wonder. <laughs> he likes it. But I don't think he wrote either of those, did he? No, he didn't. No. I just, like, that was a quibble with the film, I guess. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he th- in particular, those two characters seem really similar to me, actually. The mm-hmm. gang, the Billy the Butcher and uh, the Worldly Blade guy. Just, yeah, yeah. like, old-timey, blustery dude that, like, mm-hmm. you know... Sure, he probably studied butchery for six months, like leading up to it. <laughs> but, how many how many pigs had to die so he could make that movie? <laughs> oh, so many. Um, he also, I guess, had pneumonia a lot because oh, he refused. Oh to yeah, wear... because he wouldn't put on any clothes. Yeah, he would. He he refused to wear anything that was like would actually keep him warm, and then that's why sometimes he's always like so wheezy and weird. Well. Um, <laughs> Authenticity, Weezy I guess. I guess, yeah. Um, yeah, Sanj. Oh yeah. Um, I was when I heard this question, I immediately thought of um the Devil Wears Prada, which yeah. interestingly oh. Meryl Streep has said is the movie that turned her off method acting, because she was like very like aloof with everyone else on set, and it made her feel very lonely. And she was like, actually, maybe I don't need to do this anymore. So that's an interesting case study because. You know, Meryl's done lots of great stuff since then. Mm-hmm. Maybe not arguably her best stuff now that I say that, but wow, still, I don't know. It's a, it's a big well, body of work to compare. Yeah, like since then, she you're right. She just basically just done movie musicals, but <laughs> <laughs> she's been a lot. But yeah, I don't know. That that's the one that stuck out for me because mm-hmm. I feel like she does really embody that character. Yeah. Uh, I do think I am going to throw this is more of an actor than a film, but I do think Andy Serkis as well. Mm. Like he's also quite well known for like really drilling into it because he has to like imagine so much of what's around him. So I don't know. I Like obviously Gollum is something, you know, like that was like a moment of. Uh, Gollum is a moment. Like, Gollum is a moment but it was like I don't know technology and performance she is is the moment you know so but uh, yeah I don't know uh, and he's also he's also a gorilla he gets have you 
Have you seen any of those though? No. Uh-uh. And actually, they're there, all really good. There's a trailer like, for a new uh, Planet of the Apes in the f- film that we just went to. Oh, wow. It's like, what? was there not? I, there could have been. I don't know. I, th- I think it was called like the, the, it was like the tale of the planet of the apes. It was like yeah, something no, like think, that. I don't think I saw that, but I could be wrong. Anyway. But anyway, you guys, uh, we're tiptoeing around this whole thing. What'd you watch Tip-toe. this week? Tiptoe. Through the tulips. And, um, well, yeah. <laughs> did, John, did you already do yours or do you have another one? No, you can go. You can go. Okay. Um, I... Yeah, I wanted to go a little deeper into the archives, I guess, or someone who I mm-hmm. didn't realize was Method until I learned it this week. And that someone is Ed Harris. And the film oh. is Pollock from 2000. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which was, in some ways, like, a lot of Method. <laughs> like a lo- Apparently, he <laughs> like read the biography, the, this biography of Jackson Pollock, and then, like, it took him like 10 years of like preparation and thinking about this film until he made it and he directed it and he did most of the painting in the film, which is incredibly impressive. I think like yeah, it, it really does look like Jackson Pollock paintings. Um, it was, it was pretty good actually. I quite liked it. Um, incredible work by Marsha Gay Harden as um lee fassberg i think her name is she got the she won she won supporting for that didn't she yes she did and he was nominated for best actor lee krasner sorry was jackson pollock's wife's name um and yeah like it's kind of an interesting like it's one of those movies where time kind of just flows it's not super Mm -hmm. like there's not like a lot of plot driving things it's just sort of his his like rise to fame it's like dots of paint on a canvas exactly whoa sean (laughs) um and he like i would say he's he's really good in it um Mm -hmm. now again i'm like i don't know did he need to be method to be that good hard to say hard to parse and i think in the with that as well like there is so much painting in that mm-hmm. and like it's him like they just filmed him painting yeah. so i do think like in terms of the physicality it probably paid off quite a bit um but uh yeah i do wonder like it's really great like 10 years yeah you think they couldn't just like, like you think they couldn't just cut to the canvas with a, a hand throwing paint on it gotta get some movie movie magic in there maybe yeah. to kind of no, that- you say that like it's it is true about the physicality actually now that you say that yeah. like he really does I, embody that yeah and it's definitely like where the the kind of like there a lot of that movie is the expressive painting right yeah. like the act of creation yeah. and he definitely nails it in terms of like what i would certainly imagine that process being you know, and then of course with like levels of rage and drunkenness. Well, yeah, uh, over and top like, of it. yeah, I think especially because it mm-hmm. was such a physical thing, the way Jackson Pollock did it, like, yeah, and yeah, so tied to his like rage and yeah. Anyway, 
No, he also absolutely. they shot it in like 50 days total and mm-hmm. the, so they did like the first 40 days and then in like the last it's such a short part of the movie honestly is like kind of the end of his life and they took six weeks off and he gained 30 pounds oh <laughs> my god that's wild so that's like the physical side of of it all no yeah the whole thing's crazy yeah but um, Sean, do you got one? Um, well, I was, I didn't really know that Kate Winslet was a method. She mm-hmm. is. And I was, yeah. And I was reading a, um, a, in just like a story of her talking. I don't think she had a good experience with it really that either. For, cause when she was finished the reader, she said mm. she basically felt like, She'd survived like a car wreck for like a, a year. It was. It took yeah. a long time to recover from it. So I think a lot of people are like, maybe this isn't the best way for me to go. Yeah. Maybe. Well, and like I do feel like it's a thing where you like, it's not whether or not they are method. It's like how method are they? You mm. know, like it, it just keeps coming up. Um, I did watch Heat in the past little while here. Um, Heat's with, a crime drama with from Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. That's the one. That's the one, man. Um, but uh, it's it's kind of the trifecta of Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Val Kilmer. Oh, and, wow. And uh, there's lots of stories about, like, because Val Kilmer kind of plays this. He doesn't have a lot. He doesn't talk a lot. He's kind of like a side character. Um, but um, he kind of got a little scary in terms of how many guns he was shooting to practice for the role. And um, there was some stuff that, like, apparently it's like very hard to do like to reload without looking and all these things and there's this huge shootout scene on the street in new york and um val kilmer like was able to like operate a rifle at like a very high level and like like just became this man and then there's a very famous scene where robert de niro and al pacino so robert de niro is like a bank robber truck heist guy and pacino is the cop who's investigating him and both of their lives are kind of a mess and they're sort of like it's it's kind of like a cat and mouse game but they respect each other a lot and they mm-hmm. kind of like know that people are doing things but can't prove it but um there's a very famous scene and Robert De Niro says like he has no memory of shooting it he has no, he does not remember the Whoa. day and it's like one of the most famous scenes it's like it's pretty good i don't i think it's talked up too much maybe mm. um Heat also is like another one of those movies that kind of just trails off into nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, like we get all these setups, all these things that are going to happen. And I think the last 30 minutes is Al Pacino chasing Robert De Niro through an airport. <laughs> like, it's just Whoa. like, like, it's just so weird. Anyways. Um, but yeah, no, they all just kind of become other people for a little while. And they give super good performances. Al Pacino is, is nuts. Like, mm. he's just a crazy man. But um, it's pretty wild. And I, I think it kind of like shows the method working. Yeah, maybe. interesting. Because it's You don't want to work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much. Yeah. Mm. Deep. You don't want to be All craft services on that film. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Anyway, you guys, I think we have talked for our hour. I mm. don't think we got anywhere other than finding out that we're kind of scared of method stuff. And that uh, most actors are method stuff people. But uh, 
you know, we'll just be afraid and we'll wait for the day that Sean decides he needs to start method acting to find out and gain some real insight. Well, as I told you, the role's coming up, so. (laughs) Yeah, Miss Havisham, we're set. We're set. It's coming up. You guys, that's all the time we have. I'd like to give a shout out to the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna. My co-hosts, Sean and Sanja, uh, and everyone at CJTR. I put that in my notes now. Sanja. Uh, (laughs) And to our listeners. Spoiler alert is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6, rebroadcast Fridays at 3, and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram at SpoilerAlertCJTR. My Electric, it's coming up next. See you next week. Bye. Bye.